is up ladies and gentlemen welcome back to the kingdom as always my name is drums and i am joined by the brothers behind king golf regan and thomas jordan headley we'll see how the boys are doing head up north first reginald what's going on man hello jason jordan how are you guys how you guys doing good good well well yeah i'm uh i'm doing okay i uh Played Gilbert Plains with my uh, real good buddy, uh, wedding party buddy, Trevor Fox, last night. He came down for a uh, tooth appointment, and we decided to sneak in 18. Stayed at uh, Scotty's campsite a little too late, so today's been a very shitty day. A little slow moving? Okay. Well, we're here. (laughs) Good. And how'd you play yesterday? Not very good. Actually, the... The back nine was good, but the uh, front nine wasn't, which is rare for Gilbert. But Jor, up! <laughs> Jesus, top of the evening to you, boys and what up, what up? ladies and gentlemen listening. What's the matter? How's with it you? going? How's it going? I'm well. I'm doing well. I'm actually. I couldn't be better. Drums, you dropped off these. Uh, souls today so i'm back on the soul train you and also i'm on the chalada train as well so remember the george junk drawer from last summer uh the real chaladas yeah with uh mexican beer clamato lime juice tabasco worcester worcestershire so that's what i'm into and ice can't forget ice you need ice in your Caesars. Dying. One at a time, please. <laughs> I said, do you do ice in your Caesars? Yeah, but not too much. You can't have too much. It's going to no, be like can't, two or three can't cubes. can't water that shit down. Three cubes. Three is too much. Three cubes and then, no, three cubes, but you have to drink it somewhat fast because as soon as they start melting, it's not that good. But Yeah. Uh, sure, that's uh, whatever you have there. Is it a bulldog or something it's called? No, Chalada. Chalada. Remember, I had one sip and I was just absolutely dying from heartburn. Like yeah. He must have put the whole bottle of Tabasco in that son of a bitch. Hey, you're just a pansy. Yeah, that's how too. you doing, it's drums? Like a combination. <laughs> Top notch over here, boys. The uh, the kids have been a little bit of a terror past couple of days. So that's been enjoyable. Uh, was in Winnipeg on the weekend helping our boy Robbie move. So we got, oh yeah, we got them all settled in. That's illegal. So whatever. Nope. Check checked it out. Made sure we were masked <laughs> up. Everything. Did he pay you? Because I think that's illegal if he pays you for a moving service. It's legal if he pays me. Yeah, similar. There's loopholes for things. So there's like uh, yeah, yeah. If it was like if it was a business moving. Yeah. Or a babysitter, like if you can't, yeah. like grandparents can't see their grandkids right now, but if you hire your grandkids or your grandparents as a babysitter, totally legal. Yeah, for childcare, then they're all, it's okay. No. <laughs> no. So you were wearing masks moving? Okay. Wink, wink. Wink, wink. Stink, stink. But <laughs> yeah, eventful, and I haven't, uh, I golfed yesterday in men's league. And it was a nightmare. So we gotta we gotta hit the range before the King Cup. Gotta get you and I in both, order buddy. 
Hey, we got a shout out today on Instagram and Facebook from uh, Weed City. We did the course review yep. there, and they they literally quoted what we said on the podcast and put it on their Instagram page. No, what? No, no, I sent that to them. Oh. <laughs> There's so much disappointment in that. Oh, oh, yeah. No, I because uh, I I added their story to our our story the other day, saying that it had some good quality content going on here. And then they sent a message back saying, uh, if you have any whole suggestions or whatever, just let us know and we'll tag you in it. So I sent them whole three. And I actually don't follow my own advice, but uh, if you follow that advice, you're going to make some good scores there. So, like, I just thought, like, we're a three-man podcast, uh, King Golf's two-man company. Like, I just thought, like, if you're going to send something to them for to be published, I thought we'd all get kind of a say in it, but hey, that's all good. <laughs> Oh, that's all good. Water under <laughs> water under the bridge. <laughs> like I give a shit. I wouldn't have had input anyways. Exactly. <laughs> uh big weekend for Weirzy. Woo! Oh man, that tournament was absolutely did you guys see my Snapchat story or drums you wouldn't uh, have? Daily. But daily like driving a cart? I, he's like, driven a cart for years. Wow. Yeah. No, I know, but fans like in his way, like he's trying to get back to the car path. <laughs> like people aren't moving. Like he's crushed yeah. McDonald's <clears throat> in there. Like he he looks like he's Santa Claus on vacation. It's wild, man. Yeah, but he was striping it. Like him and Weirs were. I don't know if that course was easy or what was going on, but like Weir chucked like two darts on the par fives on the back. Like okay, quickly back to daily here. I know that the word or the phrase beauty is like majorly overused and has lost quite a bit of meaning to it. But like John Daly would be the biggest beauty to ever play in the PGA, right? Yeah. Like overall, everything, all things considered. Yeah, definitely. He kind of like coins that word. He's like a wild man. Like I was kind of getting like that for a while. Who? Delphi was kind of getting like that for a while. Yeah, but not even the same kind of extent. No, because he that, wasn't. You know he I mean? wasn't like, getting drunk and like. No, this guy like was doing I mean. blow off hookers' butts and shit. Like he was getting <laughs> wild. <laughs> My life in and out of the rough. Hey, eh? that was his book. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That guy. He went pretty hard. He parted. No, he's still playing. I like when they play in that uh, tournament with Tiger, that uh, father son. Yeah. Little John. Little John's just a unit. Yeah, he's a good player too. He really yeah, he's is. Back to where is he? No, that's okay. Wait, does, does does John Daly's caddy ride with him, or does it does he walk? No, he walks. He has yeah, to like, walk. that's that's wild. That's like the weird. That's like the stranger part. Like poor bastard. Like he just he's in his own he's in his own head having conversations with himself like the whole round. And like Big John, Johnny's just Johnny's crushing a diet coke driving down the fairway. Like, and he break. plays fast like to begin with, even if he was walking. Oh, so he. He's like a mile ahead of everybody. Yeah. The golf show. Uh, like it, it made it kind of seem like really Mickey Mouse. Like <laughs> this guy's on a cart. Like what is going I don't know. It was super strange. But uh, but Weirs, yeah, that's his first win since 07, is it, did they say? So that's, that's yeah. big. At 14 years. But I, I was going to try to tell this story on uh, on the 
on Twitter, but I didn't quite know how to express it. But basically, when we went to the waste management, um, well, it would have been that year you guys came down, Jor, mm-hmm. like with uh, Lopes and Noli and when me and Ted were there. So yep. it was like 2014, I think. Sounds right. So this was when Weirsy was kind of maybe at like maybe the lowest point. I, maybe he got a little lower. And Di touched on that. He kind of had a few rock bottom years there, but this was one of those years. Uh, when he was really struggling, he uh, he missed the cut, and he's kind of getting up there in age, and he missed the cut at the waste management. And this is Friday night, so we're just actually heading to Jake Owens. We're walking past the driving range, so it's like uh, like it's pretty much dark, and Weirzy's like just absolutely pounding balls on the range, like just trying to find it. Like there was nobody even. No other golfer really on the grounds anymore. Nobody else on the range that was playing the next day. It was just Weirzy who missed the cut, just absolutely grinding his ass off on the range. And now, like, I mean, this is seven years later, and finally wins. Like, that's that's got to feel like, I don't know. Oh, yeah. It's got to feel like absolute relief. Yeah. Like, he refound his game, man. He's a player. Like, he was hitting some, I forgot how good he is. Like, the Masters wasn't a yeah. fluke. Maybe he goes no, on like this sick tear and just the greatest Champions League, Champions golfer, Champions Tour golfer of all time. And then I bet the farm on him at the Masters to make the cut and he misses, just like <laughs> Bernie. 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 Yeah, where's he? Uh, he did. He kind of, I know we've talked about this on here a few times before, but it definitely was no accident or no fluke that he won the Masters. And I was even surprised to hear how many times he actually had won on the tour. The 16? Yeah, no. 16 now, yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. 16 with the champions. He's got 16 professional wins. I thought it was 16 last time you talked about it. But anyways, regardless, <laughs> like that's quite a few wins on the PGA. So that is, yeah. he's not shitty. He just had a few shitty years there. And, I mean, every golfer kind of goes through that. But, I mean, in some respects, you can be at the range for 12 hours a day and still not be able to compete with those guys on the tour. And I mean, we touched on it a lot, but a lot of it's mental too. So once you kind of get a little bit of confidence back, I think that's the main thing. And I mean, that comes mm-hmm. with practice and stuff, but um, once you lose that, it's, it's, I couldn't imagine trying to get it back and trying to compete at that level. I also bet there's like a lot of it was um, like he came at the time when there was that kind of fresh young crop that was crushing yeah. the ball too. Right. And that yeah. couldn't, that he just didn't have that game. Yeah. So maybe yeah. he was trying too many different things to keep up with everybody. Probably. Probably. Yeah. I just thought it was so cool. Like this guy is like uh oh sorry, go ahead, drums. You're kind of breaking up there. I was just gonna say like and now he's just like the biggest mentor of like this amazing Canadian crop. It's mm-hmm. awesome. Like I I just want like two things. So about the driving range, like most guys, he's kind of you would say past your past his prime for sure at that time. Um, most guys would just, you're in Arizona, you're at the funnest tournament and most guys would just finish the round, miss the cut and take a flight or stay a couple of days in Arizona and just go kind of enjoy what you've earned. But like he, I don't know, that's, that's uh, a certain aspect, I guess, that professionals have just that grind to, to get it back. Right. There's, I don't know, not too many people have that, honestly. Right. Um, and then the, the well, other thing, oh, go ahead, Drew. Well, there's grinders like Weirzy, and then there's like naturally gifted people, like say a John Daly. Like John Daly right. would never have been to the range after a round, right? Right. Didn't he and used to show Tiger about going? Yeah. Yeah. Like he'd sit there and crush beers while Tiger's <clears throat> out grinding. 
and just chirp tiger. And then he beat he beat him the next day, I think. And he's like, "Good thing all that range work paid off for you, or something like that." But the other thing, like we basically what we just touched on, but people and myself, I'm guilty. I was a huge fan of weird, but just I guess a lot of people have the mindset that he was like kind of like a one and done type of thing and one hit wonder with the just a journeyman yeah like doesn't it don't you get that vibe when you talk to people like oh yeah like that's the only thing he's known for but he was actually like he was third in the world like he was he was good like remember that i remember that president's cup too in montreal yeah one head to head against tiger yeah that was unreal like I think it's just because that was such a big deal for Canadian golf. Like that's the pinnacle of Canadian golf. Right. That's what people remember. And they, they Mm -hmm. kind of put everything else aside. And Mm -hmm. that's, I mean, that got everybody who didn't even pay attention to golf into Weirsy for that, for that day. So I think that's why just because it was so important for Canadian golf that it kind of makes everything else insignificant. It's not a bad thing to be known for. Like, no. he won the Masters for shit's sakes. Like, he gets to play there anytime he wants now every year. So, it's, I don't know. Yeah, that's just – it's kind of cool. And it's cool to see him win because it's it's been a while. So, it's good for him. It's been a while since I have <laughs> saw your face. I don't know how it goes. Cockrell, tonight. Cockrell, had another, Cockrell had another paycheck on the weekend too. Yep. Kind of a down day on Saturday. He was he making monies. Yeah, he finished forty yeah, eighth. Anytime you make the weekend, you get some cash. So he's had kind of one off round. Other than that, mm-hmm. like he's been real hot for three rounds in the past couple tournaments. So mm-hmm. hopefully, hopefully get that other round under control and climb the way. Tell, tell me one more thing here, just for housekeeping. Last thing I got here. Well, Sam Burns won on the weekend. Uh, pretty easy guy to cheer for. Just easy. He's another young stud that gets overlooked because of all the all the talent that's on the PGA right now. Um, who is, is that not easy? No, that's Sam Saunders. Oh, Sammy. Uh, I got, yeah, got, got the first, first name. The guy who's not easy to cheer for, and you guys didn't really give me any feedback on Twitter. How easy is it to hate Keegan Bradley and watch him? Or is it just me? Because of just because of his uh, routine, everything about it, man. <laughs> yeah, I think it was kind of uh, like, for whatever reason, it was kind of celebrated of how intense he was. Like when he first came out, and he was in like those team play events, and everybody was kind of rallying around how intense he was. He'd and get, then like, behind the ball, and like, yeah, drop his he's, he's a weirdo. Like yeah, that's man. it's weird shit. And then, but to continue doing that when you're 300 in the world that's a bit much like those antics but like yeah like i hardly Cyrus. ever you hardly ever hear his name anymore i know when you do it you want him to triple and get the hell off the board <laughs> get out of here i don't know i got some i got some i got some mixed feedback on twitter but from uh who the hell was it jason uh you're hating Jason Derulo, well, let's, let's get Jason, into uh, what's Jason's last name. We have Derulo Nickel. Jason Nickel. Yeah, we went kind of back and forth about it. He didn't know why I didn't like him, but I laid it out for him because he's a weirdo. At some point, you just need to say, "Okay, like I'm being weird." Like somebody in your family has to say, "Okay, like you need to <laughs> around the 
Cut the cool it. on the weird here, bro. Cool it, bud. But like, like you said, drums. I mean, it's one thing if you're first in the world and it's working for you. Yeah. But the second that stops working, like, cut it out. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyways, let's keep going with housekeeping. We got a few things. How did you guys like my house dirtying last week? What? Like my closing thoughts. I called it house dirtying. I don't remember. Oh, I got a good laugh. Um, I wasn't there for when you guys were talking about that picture of Scott Hyde. <laughs> <laughs> that was fucking funny, man. <laughs> that was at your wedding? Yeah, I remember we were sitting there and like, it was like halfway through supper and I just looked up and looked at the picture. I'm like, Jesus Christ, his balls are out. And I looked over and me and Tej locked eyes at the exact same time after seeing it at the exact same time and just burst out laughing. Yeah, and, and actually, I did not realize that those were showing when I sent it uh, for the slideshow. So that was a total accident and it worked out awesome. Um, more housekeeping here. Oh, where was it now? I got too much written down here. Oh, we're going to do, um, I kind of threw out something on Instagram the other day about a course that flies under the radar and I actually got quite a few really good uh, courses here. So I'm just going to rip through them quickly. Uh, kind of the idea, maybe this summer, I know we're going to be pretty busy with the King Cup here, which we'll get to in a second, but we want to just have a few um, get togethers as uh King golf and, and friends and uh, whoever wants to come out can come out. We'll just throw the drivers in the middle and pick some teams and, and uh, do a horse race or something. So I've only played about half of these courses. So I'm actually really looking forward to getting to a few of them. One's Miniota. Uh, that was the first one on the list. Toulon got said three times. The sick course. Carberry twice. Surris three times. Um, that's home of Bryce Drew, uh, my good buddy. Flynn Flon, never been there. The golf Who course. Who said anyways. that, Ted? I think it was, actually. The hike? No, maybe not. I don't know. Maybe Ted's cousin. I didn't, I didn't write down the names on these ones. Grand Pines. Reggie, you played that last week or last year. Uh, Verdon was on there twice, which I completely agree with. That's a, a amazing course for a little nine-hole small-town course. Miami, never heard of that one before. Ooh, didn't that's know they a big, had a that's a long there. flight, isn't it? Miami. Uh, <laughs> so I'd like to check that one out. Pleasant Valley, that's always an underrated one. Uh, that got said twice as well. And then there was Prairie Lake Lodge and Keating's Par 3. That got said three times. Um, so that? that I think that that's number one on my destinations this summer. Have you been? Have not. Really? Where's this? I know. We've talked about going like 30 times in the last couple of years, but we just... I've been. It's been in a few uh, times. Where is it, Rigo? It's like uh, just past Mississippi. Like in between oh, Russell okay. and Albany, you hang it right off the uh, highway, heading towards Russell. Yeah, yeah, okay. It's is there sick. a signature hole? Oh. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Quick puberty hit. Oh, <laughs> Mr. Simpson. <laughs> Is there all, are they all good or are you okay? Uh-oh. 
Reggie's on a laugh uh, attack. No. Oh, what the uh, hell is that? Oh, that's not crazy. again. Woo. Not again. Anyways, um, got a healing one hole. Over there. <laughs> one hole with an elevated T box. It's pretty sick. I would say it's probably the, it would be their signature hole. Maybe um, they're all par threes. Most of them you can. They're all one fifty and in, but the greens are disgusting. Like so good. It's it's actually hard. hard to believe. Uh, my voice is. I gotta have a sh- shot of beer here. Oak Oak Lake or Oak Island, I guess. Well, is it Oak Lake or is it Oak Island? I don't know. They they said Oak Lake, but I assume they meant Oak Island. But Oak Lake also has a course, no? Yeah, I think so. I think it's Sand Greens there too. Yeah, I I think think they actually meant Oak Lake uh, uh, mini putt. Hmm. Hmm. I remember going there as a kid. Minnewasta, very good course. Very good course. Hard, but good. Killarney. Um, we had a we had a really good time there last year. Killarney, uh, two totally different nines. One's inland, one's uh, outland. No, I don't know what you say on the lake. <laughs> wow. I think that was Thomas Friesen who said that, and he uh, that's what he said too. Is they're totally different nines. What course? hardest hardest hope? Killarney. Well, you said we had a good time there. Holy smokes! Yeah, I think I shot 107, maybe. Arguably the hardest opening hole in golf history. Oh, yeah, definitely. That's a joke. Gilbert got said three times. Of course. My my uh, three. And, and none of them were Rigo, actually. Yeah, <laughs> Swan River. That was actually by Swan River, uh, Jay Args. So that doesn't really count, but we'll throw it in there. It's actually a decent course. I played there before. Uh well kept, some some cool holes. It kind of reminds me of Carberry, except just longer and eighteen holes. Yeah, uh, Dosa, uh, Granite Hills, Buffalo Point, Scottswood Links. You play Scottswood? A lot eh? of. Have you done a, Buffalo? A lot of courses. That's Elm Creek. No. Yeah, we played Scottswood last year. It was like October, so we were dressed in parkas, so I can't really get a great feel for the course, but it was cool. It's a Lynx? Yep. I mean, Manitoba Lynx. Right. So that was that. Um, we got to get to Buffalo Point, man. Oh, yeah, I, I don't I, care. I hear good, real good things. There's a lot play of that 19th that I'd love to get to. Oh, yeah. Who said that? Somebody. Last week we talked about that. Yeah. That was uh, Horny's bro. Right. Yeah. Blair, Blair Horn. Blar. Blar Horn. Okay. That's all I got for housekeeping. Okay. Let's get into the uh, pickums. This one's for uh, 300 bucks. The pot is maxed out. Uh, I've what? saved up I've saved up $100, and that's all I can afford. I was house shopping today. Um, Who made that decision? I don't remember saying it was capped. We can't just cap it. Get your executive, priorities right, bro. Executive, baby. Executive decision. I don't think it's capped. We'll have a discussion off pod, but I don't we think it's capped. We just talked about it off pod and you agreed with it. And now it, I did you're not. Going against, you're going against me on air. I think you had to by yourself. Yeah, yeah I, I, didn't, got, I didn't hear that. Was it Namir? <laughs> it was probably you, We could probably go back. Who are you Who are you guys <laughs> taking, Rigo? I'm up first. Hey? I'm up first. Well, who, uh, yeah, go ahead. Who was our listener? Oh, yeah. We got uh, Sean. Reichman. 
Sean has been, uh, he's got quite a few entries in and somehow he's never been picked. So it's his lucky week. Finally, I was happy to see him picked. Um, usually we pick live on the pod, but because Rigo um, has been really messing these pick up, uh, we, we had to combine these. So uh, you blew it. <laughs> he disappeared here. Disappeared. So Sean took uh, Max Homa. <laughs> and originally... Originally, Reggie said uh, lousy pick, but then he immediately changed his mind and said, "Oh, he must watch a lot of golf. That's a really good pick." So I don't, I don't really know whether it's good or lousy, but yeah, it is what it is. We shall see. <laughs> it is what it is. He actually, uh, he's the defending champ oh, at this tournament at the Wells Fargo. I Wells think Fargo, what's good? I think he's going to be someone that kind of benefits from this social media push. Like if people yeah. are going to be more focused on that type of stuff, like he's a he's a wrecking ball on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's good shit. Yeah. Okay, so he's got Max Reggie. Who you got? Reggie. I'm going to go with the uh, sponsorship exemption. William Zelotoris. Did he snipe that from you? Pissed off. You knew oh, I was you can, take that. You can have him then. No, oh. don't do that. Don't back oh. down. Don't be a pussy. As if he's a sponsor exemption. Like the guy finished second at the Masters. Give him his fucking card. Yeah, that, hey. was, that was a while ago. Whoa, like really? What have you done for me? Crazy already. We got kids listening to the show, man. Yeah, well, this guy should be on the PGA. The rules are a joke. <laughs> like, <laughs> who do you think you are? I am. I am. Okay, drums. I, my pick just got jacked. So you go ahead quickly. I have to readjust here. Um, uh, it's hard to go against old Stewie Stewie Sink these days. <laughs> Stewie. But I'm gonna take what? I'm gonna take Rombo. Nice. Yeah. I mean, have that new dad juice. Get him going. You have that? No, I ran out. Okay. I'm going to take Justin Thomas. Just kidding. Oh, dude. I'm taking Xander. There's no way in hell I would ever take Justin Thomas. Piss on him. Hey, remember I remember I uh, made a second pick and picked the winner when Speeds won. Yeah, I'm say, GT's probably gonna win now. I'm gonna say Rourke's gonna win this week, but I'm gonna take Zalatoris. Okay, so this one is worth three hundred dollars. That's crazy. And the pot will continue next week if it doesn't go. They can't. They closed my fat cat account when they found out it was twenty nine. <laughs> <laughs> you already, you already used the fat check. Finally, I'm fat check. <laughs> the old fat check. <laughs> Remember, you used to get birthday cards from the fat cat too. That's justice. Yeah. <laughs> they were in the shape of the fat cat. Yeah, those are sick ass cards, man. <laughs> that's justice, though. Like uh, me saying fat check, that's justice for chirping you. I was, I was chirping somebody on TV. I was just standing up in the living room and I was chirping somebody on TV the other day, and I 
walked away and stubbed my toe on the couch oh, or yeah, on the rocking chair all the time yeah. every time oh and mom, mom always used to say that is that's that's god punishing you or something along those lines god punishes in different ways than with a big stick that's what right. says well and it's true kind of like karma i guess in a different light but i believe yep. in that i think mm-hmm. speaking of mother's day speaking of mom happy mother's day uh, to our mom and Drums's mom and Drums's uh, baby mama. Every mama deserves a happy Mother's Day this weekend. Your first with, Mother's Day, Drums. Yeah. It's a weird with that, father. Yeah. It just It just clicked into my head. Yeah, you better surprise the shit out of her on Sunday. Um, we are for $330 if, no, if nothing goes this weekend. Code word for the PGA Championship. Oh, look at that! Hey, hey, <laughs> not you blew it, eh? Hmm? Not yet. Code word is mother. Your mother. So that will be uh, the winner. Will be picked for next episode, and uh, yeah, the PGA Championship isn't next weekend, but it's the weekend after. So another major coming up here on the horizon. So that's, that's a bonus. Where is it? Oh, happy Mother's Day. I don't know. The PGA? Yeah. I never heard of that. I can't. No, maybe not. But it looks like the the name of the course looks like it's a Hawaii course. It's like. uh, You got to check it out now. So anyways, you check that out. We'll continue Uh talking about Mother's Day. We're golfing with uh, mom on Sunday at Wheat City. So I don't think she's ever played there before. I don't know the dad has either in a lot of years. So. Looking forward to that. Uh, happy Mother's Day, Mom. I know you'll be listening to this at some point. Uh, we love you. Very true. Very true words. It's it's uh, K-I-A-W-A-H, but it's actually in South Carolina. So I, you can see why I got confused it was in Hawaii. That's kind of like a Hawaiian name. Yeah, sounds oh, like I'd love to go to South Carolina. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Florida, baby. So let's uh, let's head into your your idea for this week, Chor. Okay, we'll talk about the King Cup after, I guess. Oh no, we can talk about that now. No, we're going with this. Yeah. So uh, one thing we've been kind of talking about over the last few episodes, um, indirectly without really even trying to key in on it, was a theme about being fun to golf with. And that's kind of a few of our goals this year was to just be enjoy the game of golf more and be funner to play with and be a better um, partner and better playing partner. So um, there's a book. Oh, Dale Carnegie. I should have known that, but it's called uh, how to win friends and influence people. So we're going to do tonight our own special version of that golf edition. We didn't really have a name for it. I came up with one, but it was pretty dumb, so we won't even mention it. Um, but it's the same kind of thing. So how to, I guess, be a more enjoyable person to uh, golf with and get asked to golf with more. Um, and so we're going to come up with about three, four things each. Maybe we don't really know. We're just going to kind of see where it goes. Uh, a few points each of, of things that we've noticed over the years of uh, maybe traits that we like golfing with in people. And it's not so much that we're the funnest people to golf with. Um, it's just more so uh, the people that we like to golf with, what kind of traits do they have? Is that fair to say? 
Yeah, I would I would say that uh, five years ago we probably were two of the most uh, unenjoyable people to golf with. For uh, in certain in certain aspects, we both kind of put a pout on the odd time. Me and George, that just is. when we were together. Yeah. <laughs> And, yeah, it wasn't very enjoyable for mom and dad because we, yeah. I, but there was lots of times you just you, you have to realize that it's it's a game, right? But we'll get into that. We'll touch on that one. What makes what makes you more enjoyable to go for? So, but, what's yeah. your first one, Reggie? My first one is, uh, and I, I always say it, it's it's going to sound like a broken record, but no matter how bad you're playing. Like there literally aren't too many things in the world you'd rather be doing than golfing. There aren't too many better places you can be than a golf course. So act like it. Truth. Don't don't like don't pout on the golf course. What would you rather be doing? Working overtime at work? Like going to an event that you don't want to go to? Like you're on a golf course for four hours with your buddies. Who gives a shit what you shoot? Like in a certain you you want to be competitive, but like if you're not having a good day, you're not setting your personal best. Just it's just another day. Just relax. Be where your boots are and just enjoy around the golf. And we never used to do that. Now we do, and it's like golf's just so much more enjoyable now that it's, I don't care if I shoot eighty or seventy. Like I really don't care. True, because nobody else really cares. Either no, you, no, so no. Why should? Why would you care that much? Exactly. Yeah, I'm pretty guilty of that a lot too at times. Like if it's not going my way, then I'll just be like, like, fuck, for mm. like the entire round, right? But mm-hmm. I think more and more now, um, you just enjoy being out there. Yeah, absolutely. And if if it's not going your way, you have way better chance of turning it around if you're in a better mindset than just fuck this. I'm playing shit. Don't and you know don't bring I mean? other people down. Right. I remember. I'm not going to name any names, but it was a men's night partner that I had. And I was like five or five or six under one round. Like I was having like one of my best rounds ever. And I just made like a birdie to get to six under, I think. And he missed a four footer for bogey. And he got back to the cart and he's like, God damn it. What a shitty round. I can't even make a four footer to say bogey. I'm kind of thinking like, okay, I'm just going to sink down to your level now and just be grumpy about the round too. Like, right. Right. Just, like be conscious here. Uh, I'll I'll talk okay. about that too. Yeah, you're stealing all of them here. Yeah, you're stealing all of them. Okay, I'll no, go that next because that's this is a follow up on that kind of. So one of mine is uh, just be aware of your uh, self talk, and like you said, self talk is huge in terms of uh, everything. To be honest with you, um, you're supposed to talk to yourself how you would talk to your playing partners. But the main point here is um, I, f- I find it very awkward when guys are shitty on themselves. Mm. Like saying that, oh, I'm such a piece of shit or, you know, and I've been guilty of that for sure. Like all these are going to be things that we've done before. We're obviously not perfect, but these are just things that we, you know, try to keep at the top of your mind maybe this summer. But uh, like when people are mad at themselves, there's nothing more awkward than that. Like one thing I've learned lately is just to, whenever you think you're going to say something stupid to yourself, just laugh. Like just laugh about your shitty shot or your shitty putt. I mean, you don't want to get to the point where you just don't care at all. And it's like a comedy act, but still, I think that you need to 
be very aware of how you talk to yourself because it affects your golf game and it affects the people that you're playing with. Because who, what are you, what are you supposed to say after somebody says you're such a piece of shit? You're like, eh, yeah, you kind of are. That was a shitty shot there, partner. Hey, a piece of garbage. But, but what do you do? Like, it's not my job to clean yeah, you exactly. up. It's awkward. It's awkward. Players, <laughs> I got to beat himself up. I'm, I'm so bad at that. So um, I'm, I, I apologize. Here's my apology to you guys. <laughs> I think we all are drums. It's just yeah. something to be conscious of. That's kind of the whole point of this exercise. Yeah, just sure. to kind of bring it to light so you think about it when you're on the course. Yeah. I mean, and ultimately that would help, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Drums. Um, so my first one, it's going to play into a bit more of uh, like a men's night scenario. So mm-hmm. I said, uh, if you are playing with opponents and it's a match play and you're given a putt, be kind of conscious of it. And if you're kind of new to that format, usually those are reciprocated. Um, I've been in men's night leagues where there's like teams that will never give a putt just because they're oblivious to it. Yeah. You'll be, you'll literally be six inches and whatever you're going to make the putt. So whatever, tap it in. But if even the, the guy was two feet and whatever you gave right. him a putt, you kind of expect yep. it on the back end too. So uh, yeah, just kind of be conscious of that and not saying like you have to, but just you might be looked at a bit sideways unless you, until That's, it, until it comes down to like a clutch putt needed right. to make to win or something like that. Yeah. Like this yeah. isn't a argument of whether that's the right thing to do in golf or not. It's just the whole point of it is to, I like guys who give putts cause it's just like in a more relaxed setting and it is, it feels like a reciprocal thing. And I mean, you don't want to be, you're going to stop doing it if they're not giving it to you and then it just yeah. gets weird. So there's, there's been a few times when uh, I'm, I would say that's one of my weakest uh, points of golf, like in a match play. Like I don't like, to, uh, I don't know. I'm a bad winner, I guess. Like, I don't like to win. Like, I always kind of <laughs> cheer for the other guy, I guess. To, yeah, I don't know. It's weird. Know. It's really strange. But so Yeah, like, like, sucks. I'm the same. I'll give, you a, I'll give you a putt before I would even take it myself. Yeah, exactly. You know I mean, like, I'd rather make the putt than you make the putt to, to, to tie me even, right? Yeah. And I'm in the sense that it's – and I've dad's probably – he probably gets mad the odd time because, like, I, everybody wants to win, but it's like, so if this guy is like sweating over like a two and a half footer to tie the match, I actually, like, I give it to them. I don't care if we tie the match, who cares? Yeah. It's Thursday night, men's night. If exactly. that guy misses that putt, if he misses that putt, chances are if he's playing Thursday night or Tuesday night, men's night, it's just for fun anyways. And he's going to, his partner's going to be pissed at him the whole way home. He's not going to, enjoy a beer after because he just missed a two and a half footer and what does yeah. it really mean in the grand scheme of things for this putt yeah if it's if it's like playoffs and it, like you can go to the next yeah. round then he can putt it but if it's like just a random night like don't be that guy that makes that guy putt a two and a half footer like do you actually do you actually want to win the match by a guy missing a two and a half footer no you want to win the match by making like a 10 footer for birdie or something like that right yeah. like yeah that's my opinion anyways yeah. Plus, he'll, uh, he'll remember that about you for the rest of your life. Like, hell yeah, um, yeah. It's about way so, more than golf I, when you're playing men's night. Yeah, and hey. drums. What I thought you were going to say there, and I was it just kind of popped in my brain, so I figured I should 
talk about this because this is a common thing that I've seen. So when somebody gives you a putt, pick the putt up. Yeah, don't put it in. Don't putt it. Don't hit it three times around the whole stick handling it. Pick it up. It's the whole point of it. It's to keep the game going. Save time. It's Save time. That's why you're told to pick it up. Yep, 100%. Yeah. Drives me nuts when guys hit, like putt it anyways, miss it, and then tap it in or they keep putting it around. Like, Good thing yeah, you gave I, me that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> pick it up. Like, yeah. Rives. 100%. Or don't and putt it. Yeah. But yeah. don't putt it, then miss it and count it anyways. Like, come on, folks. But it's also like, <laughs> on that too, like, don't, <laughs> folks, easy. Uh, don't say that's good if you want it. Like, don't make the guy feel guilty for taking it because then he puts it and he misses it. And then it's like that awkward, what am I taking there? You know? Yeah. Like, yeah. Be, be, be honest with them. Like, Tell them what they got. There's nothing worse than like wondering what they wrote down on the match scorecard, like what you actually got. I don't know. And if nobody says Reggie, put it. Um, yeah. Okay. So this is kind of like a, I don't know if you guys will under, you'll, you'll understand. This. So you know that like awkward time when, when uh, two guys are about the same distance away and it's kind of like, you don't know if the other guy's going to hit. And like, it's kind of like a standoff and then either you hit and you, you like rush the downswing because you want to like hit before him so it doesn't throw you off. But in that sense, it's throwing you off. I golfed with Gord Fox last night. Do you, does that make sense what I was saying? Yeah. Yeah. Because you think that you're wondering if he's going to hit. So then you're like, yeah. oh, fuck it. I'll, I'll just hit. I'll just go quick right now. And then you rush yourself and then you hit a shitty shot. You're like, man. So I was golfing with Gord Fox last night thinking about the episode today. And him and dad were just about to hit. And he just said, like, it's so easy. I'll go. It's that easy. Yeah. Yeah. But guys are like, and it, it ha- how many times around does that happen? Like, it is like, and you always hit a shitty shot when you're like, you're not sure who's yeah. going to hit. That's a very common, uh, common scenario there. Yeah. And just, also, I, lo- I like the fact that he said, I'll go instead of yeah. like, go, go ahead, ahead or yeah. something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Like just, just say, I'll go. And then there's no confusion. Cause I've, I've said, go ahead before, or I'll, I don't know. I don't know what that. Yeah. Well, cause then it like, just be go clear ahead. about it, I guess. Just make go it clear. Ahead. The go ahead can turn into a, no, you go. And then we got a yeah, exactly. fucking gong. Right. And then you're not even right. focused on the right. shot. You're like, why am I going? Yeah. Just make it clear. Just, yeah. It's a lot easier to hit the shot when you know what's happening. Cause you're always wondering like, Ooh, are we going to hit at the same time? <laughs> Yeah, yeah make it clear, make it make it clear, make a clap. That's all you need to know. Well, what do you got next? Oh, I'm up. I'm After up. that I'm brilliant. <laughs> but now, when guys are gonna be thinking about that, they're gonna say, "Make it clear, make a clap," and then they'll say, <laughs> "Bet, bet they don't." <laughs> bet, bet nobody ever remembers that ever again. <laughs> Um, I bet you that is something that just won't stick around. <laughs> it might now make it clear, make it collapse. The more times you say it, the more chances of it happening. Okay, this is a big one for me. This is probably my number one. I even have it squared off. Yes. 
Honesty. Golf is a gentleman's game. It's built on trust. It's built on honesty. And the second you lose that from somebody, the second they might not ever want to golf with you again for numerous reasons. But for me, the first one being, if I'm playing a guy, if I'm playing for money after a long day at work, I want to make sure that that guy wrote down his actual score on the scorecard. And if I have any doubt about that, I'm probably not going to ask you to golf with me. Yeah. Like I have the biggest, sorry, the biggest, the biggest thing for me in golf is, um, I mean, there, it's one thing to, you know, take a triple and actually write down a double. I don't care about that. But if you're like intentionally cheating on the course, whether that's like uh, dropping a ball out of your pocket or moving your ball out of the, a shitty lie or something along those lines or out from a tree, uh, I just don't have any time for that. I have such bad anxiety. Like I'm still counting the last hole, like making sure I counted it right. <laughs> like a hole later just to make sure that i'm not like oh this motherfucker's cheating i'm like uh I'm, I'm like very very weird i got like a it's so strange but like we'll be finished 18 holes golfing with four guys every single hole i could tell you exactly what shot everybody hit that's unreal I like can't. the whole round i could go back if somebody says what did i have on five i could tell them every shot they hit on five it's super strange, but I like, I just love golf that much that I like, just like seeing every shot because you never know what's going to happen. Right. Mm-hmm. But yeah. so I'm like that. So then it's also like a, a double edged sword because I see someone mark a score down and I, I already know, I already have it in my head what they had. And it's like, okay, well, you didn't have that, but I, I get offended. Give a shit enough. Uh, it you, makes me so mad. Like, you think oh, I'm I had a five. Moron? No, you yeah. didn't. Yeah. yeah, you had five halfway down the hole, maybe. But yeah, it's I I, I agree with that hundred percent. Sure. If if a guy's cheating, yeah. don't like. It's it's a gentleman's game. You don't cheat. Like, come I on. I don't want to. Pl- I don't want to play. Against, I don't want to play against guys who cheat. Like, what's mm-hmm. the point? If I if I know that, um, you know, there's a chance that they actually didn't get that score. What's the point of even playing in a game with them? <laughs> Drums, make a clap. <laughs> what the? So time to clap uh, would definitely be when the beer cart rolls around. So oh, I always ask, like if you're in a men's night match and you always offer the other team a drink. 90% of the time they won't take it, but there's like, it's just an easy, even icebreaker. Well, you're playing in the wrong league, then. I don't think I've ever seen a guy turn down a round yeah. in, in our league. But I mean, like, yeah. if we're if we're all out together, then obviously, like, everybody takes turns and stuff, right? But like, yeah. even if you just get in that, right, then your men's night too. Yeah, and drums. You know what? You probably play a lot with guys that you don't necessarily know, so they're not right. as comfortable, right? right? So it's gonna like our our league. We're lucky enough to pretty much know everybody pretty well, so it's just like an automatic for us. But uh, yeah, I know it's exactly what you're saying. Yeah. You want a beer? No, no thanks. No thanks. Okay. <laughs> okay. Said said no headly ever. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's a good one though. That's so it's that just is a courtesy. Good one, it's courtesy. Yeah. You don't want to. If... Sorry, go, go ahead, Drew. You, you have to find a way. You have to find a way to get even. <laughs> you do. 
you, you honestly do or you apologize say sorry fellas if you're not stick around i'll get you uh i'll get you next time and i've even gone uh at certain times like say that uh they bought uh dad bought their other partner bought and then we ran out and they had somewhere to get to like it's 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 really courteous and, and they'll remember it too like you're playing in the same league like Next time before, you'd be surprised how much it uh, shows up before the round. Just remember what they were drinking. Just uh, just go into the into the clubhouse mm. and buy two of those and, and just go uh, give it to them and say this is for the last round. Or even just grab the beer move. cart. Yeah, or even just grab yeah, the beer is. cart and yeah. say, like, hey, hit those guys up ahead. Yeah, yeah it right. is. That's a vet oh. move. It is a vet move. For being the youngest guy here, I got a few vet moves. Um. <laughs> Just kidding. What was I going to say on that? Oh, yeah, that's right. That was a really good one, Drums. I'm uh, I'm happy you said that because that's a big thing. And also, just an asterisk on that is everybody really likes the guy who starts the rounds because you're going to end up buying it anyways at some point. So right. just be the first one to do it. Mm-hmm. Gladly. Yeah. Um, I'm probably guilty of this at times, but only when I'm golfing with like – guys that I can do it with, but don't analyze every shot of yours. Nobody wants to hear the analogy of what, why you just hit a bat or where it went or why you hit it like that. Nobody wants that. Everybody's out there playing their own game. And if they want it, I like, I don't know, just I'm, I'm guilty of that at times. Like if I'm golfing, say with Fox and me and him are on the same cart, like we can kind of, we both kind of relate. I don't know. We, we really like, we're like both golf nerds. So we kind of want to hear, you know what I mean? Like there's certain people that want to hear it. I mean, right. him kind of spit back and forth about how we hit them and why we hit it like that. But if I'm golfing with like, say me and Mertz are on a cart or me and stocks are on a cart, like you don't give a shit if I hit him fat. You know what I mean? Like nobody does. Not they just all. see where the ball goes and they really don't even care where the ball goes for the most part. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you're out there just to, you pick a yeah. good group of friends that you want to hang out with. They, like you, you don't want to hear about someone's shot after every time. Oh, I did that one. Oh, I fatted that one. Okay. Nobody gives a shit. Just yeah. <laughs> get back in the cart and go to where your ball is and try to hit a good one for the next shot. <laughs> no, but really like gets annoying after a while. Yeah, and that's the thing. After a while, it's like, are you doing it after three, like twice a hole? Because I mean, I'm guilty of doing it sometimes. I'll be like, oh, what was I, you know, I, I, I'm not getting through it or something like that. It's almost just talking out loud. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, no, I, I don't mean that, Joe. Like when you hit it off the tee, that's fine. But when you hop in the cart and you have to discuss it with the guy you're riding with, yeah, yeah, they don't give yeah. a shit. Like they don't care. Yeah. Kind of on that one I too. As much as uh kind of related to that one too it's like oh what did i do there and like if you legitimately give them advice and they just not go with it then it's like well why did we just have this conversation and it's like, well, do, they, you yeah. tell them like no 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 i didn't know yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. all right then, then shut up don't ask me <laughs> you shouldn't you should never give advice in a mid-round i don't think yeah no no Especially unsolicited. That's probably the biggest pet peeve. Um, my up? Yep. Yep. 
Uh, gots to be. Gots to love you. Uh, where am I? Okay. So we talked earlier about, uh, Rigo said, be where your boots are, which is a very, uh, one, one of the best phrases out there, I, th- I would say. I think that was coined in uh, Arizona one golf trip by a random fourth that we played with. Is that true? I think so. Okay. I don't know who the hell it was, but. So mine is going to be, my, what's that? Was it that, was it that dude at Los Angeles? I think so. No, you Anyways, knew it was. It was, um, that, it was that Painted Mountain, that big dude that we played with. That's who it was. He was really funny. That's where it was because we were both he struggling. Yeah, he said, be where your boots are. So mine is going to be kind of along the same lines, except not really about being happy to be where you are. Mine's going to be like, uh, what do I want to say here? I guess just be present and be, uh, I guess it's the same kind of thing, but I'm saying a different thing. This is like, put your phone away. Um, just kind of, uh, I don't know. I don't, I'm trying to find the right words here. Be in the moment. Don't, don't be preoccupied with some, with outer stuff. Like if you're on your phone for the entire round, yeah. like that's not an and, enjoyable and give, to be with. give your attention. Right. Give your attention to your playing partners and to the golf course. It's where it, that's where it belongs. So put your phone away. Um, don't be don't be dicking around. Uh, be play ready, play fast. Not super fast, but um, you know nobody nobody likes the guy who's sitting there on his phone texting um, when it's his turn to hit. You know what I mean? So just kind of um, dial her in. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, no, that's no, I, I like that. I was actually, I had that written down, but I also, like you, I didn't really know how to how to word, word it, but yeah, I might come up with something. Well, there's, I had, there's, I had uh, it kind of like if Bugsy just sent me a, a Twitter message asking uh, questions about the King Cup, so uh, <laughs> they're, they're all in. The Russell boys are all in, baby. They're eager, love that. What do you got, Jeremy? Um, so the, I think the last one I had was um, pay attention to where carts can and cannot go. It can get pretty awkward when all of a sudden, like either even your partner for whatever reason or the guys you're playing against, all of a sudden their carts like right beside the green and there's clearly signs that say all carts over to the path and you're like, you don't want to give a grown man shit for driving a golf cart somewhere. So, like, do it yourself. Make sure you're not that guy. Yeah. Crossed it out. Reggie, that's you, isn't it? No, that's what I had. No, oh. I, I, absolutely, I absolutely despise that. Yeah, me too. So awkward. Like, so respect awkward. the course, you're saying? Yeah. 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 So true. Respect the course. It'll respect you back. Make a clap. <laughs> Ah, <laughs> uh, shit! I had one. We were talking about that last one, but I uh, I don't know anymore. I I actually had a so that that was my fourth one that you just said drum. So that's uh, that's gonna do it for me. Okay, sorry. I'm just gonna go back to what I was 
trying to say there because I'm going to just make a, a heading for it. And it's just going to be called simply put your phone away. That's a th- that's the whole thing. So I tried to combine a few of my points and into one, but the main point is put your phone away. Easy enough. Yeah. So with that, that concludes our first edition of how to win golf partners and win golf and make a clap. How to win golf friends and make a clap. That's the (laughs) title of this episode. No, it's not. We're not giving you that. I'm taking, I'm with it. She would. I'm about it, about it. The only problem that I have with okay, so clap, I think it means like make, clap. make them cheeks clap is what I think of. So yeah, we know clap, what it means. You know? Well, we know what it means. Can you make your cheeks clap? A lot of people didn't until you said that. Make your cheeks clap. All right. Well, Anyways. that is the first edition of uh, whatever I just said there. So make clap. Well, probably I, I really like throwing things out to the Instagram community because there's a lot of uh, smart people on there with a lot of really good uh, ideas and points. So I might throw it out there and we might do another follow up episode of it. Um, but hope you guys enjoyed that. Oh. Again, the point of it was not to say, oh, what was that? I got right? I got one. I, I, I have to I have to say because I thought of it before. Bonus. If you're going to tell a story on the T-Box for. Or if you're going to tell a story in the fairway, don't do it when there's people behind you. You can't be doing that. Save it for the patio after. Don't tell it in a tee box when a group's been riding your ass the whole day and you think you got to get this story out. <laughs> don't do that. Too many people Same I go with, with buying it. a drink in the middle of the fairway. Yeah. And then you have to rush because you have to rush for the golf because you had to fit in the story. A lot and of I get it. You, you want to tell stories, but like, Come on. The buying a drink one is more on the beer cart. Beer cart. Right. Yeah. And the beer cart, the beverage uh, ladies at Wheat City are professionals. Uh, They hit us about four times per round, one for each person to buy around, and they're always in good situations. So they're the model. Wheat City. They are. They're the model. I would say compared to Wheat City, you should have played Wheat City two years ago, man. It was absolutely. I did. Insane. I hated it. Oh my god! I hated it. There was a nutty professor. There was an old guy with weird ass sunglasses on, like the really small sunglasses, like almost like tanning glasses. <laughs> he's actually listening. I mean, all, he's listening. No, all nobody's buying episodes. <laughs> you don't know that, but he's actually listening. He's a faithful listener. <laughs> nobody's ever buying a beer from that guy. Oh, he was a beer professor. card guy. Yeah. Yeah, it was insane. <laughs> I thought he worked in a pro shop or something. No, yeah, you he's don't driving buy from beer from him ever. Madness. No, you're not. Even if I'm dying of thirst, I'm not buying beer from him. <laughs> just, just trying to get a tan by protecting the eyes. <laughs> I could, yeah, I could be in the Gobi Desert, dying of. Uh, Dehydration. He shows up in a beer cart. I'm saying no thanks. I'm good. Pass. Okay. So, anyways, <laughs> is it Gobi or Kobe? Have you been? This. Have you been there? I think it's got a G. 
Shout out to Dow. Hey, shout out for Dow for coming on the podcast last week. Yeah. Uh, had a few guys, had a few people say that Dow did a really good job. I mean, he's a, he's a coach. He's very well-spoken. So uh, he had some good points. And it was kind of nice to have a different perspective from a guy who, you know, Dow wasn't the greatest golfer a couple of years ago. He's, he's really uh, taken in the game of golf, the love for the game of golf. I think he used to play maybe two or three rounds a year. And now he's almost out there every week. So it was kind of cool to have him on there. And uh, yeah, thanks, Dell. Okay, let's get to the important and, stuff. Uh, the King Cup? Yes, sir. We'll do the King Cup and then we'll do, actually, Rigo, before we forget, you got to give a shout out to uh, Randy. Yes, Pope Randy Camara, who has, uh, he's, he's such a faithful listener. He's our fourth at Rossman. Uh, he mentioned that uh, Rossman Lake, our favorite course. Don't know about you, Drumsy, but it's definitely uh, two-thirds of the podcast favorite course. Will be open this Saturday, May 8th. So uh, we always talk about courses that uh, we want to get out and play. We probably don't tell people enough to go play Rossman. Um, fun track, unbelievable. If you hit it straight, you're going to shoot low. Second, you get a little wayward, you're going to be hoard, as one would say. You're heard. Hoard. Make a day of it. Uh, leave from Brandon or Dauphin. Uh, stop at Rossman Lake. Make an early tea time there. And then head up to Prairie Lake Lodge for the part three after that. Come back. You can get her done in about, uh, depending on how many holes you play at each, but make a day of it. Oh, yeah. The What would you call that, Rigo? The Ukrainian swing? I would call it the uh, bird, bird tail pass. The bird tail that- path? The bird tail pass. You got to cross. It's, they're both right along the bird tail river, I believe. I don't know how fast the sip is or not, but you got to cross the bird tail co- to get from Prairie Lake or what's it called? Prairie I'd call Lake. it the Peshkap Pass. The Peshkap Pass. The Nashkanagar Pass. <laughs> <laughs> you know, okay. uh, nobody, no, has, just a, a funny story nobody has a clue about, what the no, hell. No, funny means. story. You know how her uh, mom always calls uh, her auntie in uh, Rosper Noshka Nadja? So yeah. that Noshka, Noshka doesn't actually mean auntie in, in Ukrainian. So we've been lied to our entire life. I don't know. I was at Mikel's that weekend. And I call her Noshka Nadja. <laughs> and he's like, what the hell does that mean? So now. Me, him, Tasia, and he used to have a group chat. <laughs> He's <laughs> my nickname in the group chat is now Noshka. So uh, I, I don't know if Mikel listens to this, but it Noshka Nadja. Okay. Well, you know what? We made a vow at the start of this podcast to uh, that we're going to start going no edits. We're going to try to make Drums' life a little bit easier. Um, we did kind of get a little carried away with a few things, but um, I th- I really like this format a lot better. I, I don't think, uh, I think this is how podcasts are made to be uh, listened to and enjoyed and put out there. So we made it boys, but we're going to do the King Cup now. And so I'll, uh, I'll quickly just discuss it for, I'm sure everybody who's listening to this podcast has seen it now, but as of today, registration is officially open for the King Cup 2021. 
We're going to do the North Qualifier first on June 5th, 2021 in Gilbert Plains, Manitoba. The South Qualifier is going to be July 9th, 2021 in Oak Island Resort. Our favorite course, my favorite course. Um, and then the, the top nine teams at each qualifying event will, oh, will go to uh, Minnedosa, Dosa National for the finals. So it's pretty cool. Uh, it's, a, it's a different kind of tournament we're going to do. It's going to be a three-man three scramble or a three-person scramble. And uh, yeah, I, I'm just, I'm looking forward to it a lot. I think it's going to be um, a little bit different than other tournaments and other things. So the, the, I guess we'll say a few things here. There's only one rule. You have to have one person in the team with uh, a handicap of 10 or above. That's the only rule. Um, and then we're going to do different prizes. We're going to have some King Golf stuff. We're going to have some head covers to give away for closest to the pin. Um, we're going to do some cash prizes at each qualifier. And then for the finals, that's where all the cash is going to be put into. So uh, a, a pretty big percent of your entry fee is going to be going towards the cash prize to the winners at uh, Minnedosa. So I think it's going to be a lot of fun. We don't have a date for Dosa yet at the end of uh, the summer, but um, I think it's going to be pretty cool. It'll be nice to have Patty there hosting and uh, it'll be a fun course for that. Pat Law, not Pat Woodchuck. That's right. Do I make it and uh, to add to that with the entry fee, um, there is going to be a meal included, uh, just COVID pending. We're just not sure what it's going to be. If we are able to do a shotgun, it will be a meal at the end. If it is tea times, you will uh, be getting a burger and or hot dog or something else at the turn uh, on your way to the back nine. But uh, one other thing that I, I would, we would probably appreciate uh, some feedback on. Um, I've, I've kind of ran it by Scotty at uh, Gilbert. Just with, depending on the amount of teams, and carts available um maybe just uh let us know on on the social media platforms whether you agree with it or not that uh if there is two groups of three in the six them that we're going to be going in are you guys comfortable with riding with one person from the other team might be a big no and we might have to just uh, uh figure things out that way but i'm sure most of us will be uh we'll be okay with that so yeah I, I think Reggie that that's going to be, have to be a case by case situation. Cause even with the Russell guys coming in, like they'll be fine riding together. Uh, I don't think it's going to be one way or the other. If guys aren't comfortable, we can't really force them to, to go in carts with other guys. So right. I think it'll be whatever people are comfortable with. Um, but that is kind of the main issue we've had with this six. there's been a few people bring that up, but I don't know. I think it will be a lot of fun. And uh, mm -hmm. so I guess if you want to play uh, head to kinggolf.ca. And then uh, one of the pages we just set up the other day is the King Cup 2021. It has all the info on there, has a registration form for you to print out and write it, fill out and send it to us along with your e-transfer. And you are in. Boom. And it's 117 bucks per player. Number 17 being my favorite number. So does that cover you for DOSA too, if you make it to that? No. Okay. But all you'll have to pay in DOSA will just be, we'll be pretty hands off there. I think unless Patty wants to set it up beforehand and get payment just so we can show up. Um, but all you'll pay for a DOSA is the green fees for Minidosa. 
going to be a hit. Because, I mean, we can't really make, we can't make guys pay for other guys' rounds, right? Like, yeah, if you yeah. don't make it to the next round. Perfect. What it do? Probably, probably cool. I, I don't know if uh, we need to mention it, but I, I think one of the cooler parts of it is that you're really stressed that, uh, like, we're not in this to make money. This isn't a tournament that we're putting on for us to make money as a company. We're going to wink, wink. pretty much donate every bit of the proceeds. No, like, every bit of it is going to the prizes to attract. Uh, it's going to be it's gonna be a hell of a time. Uh, there's yeah. going to be three tournaments, and uh, we're we're playing in at Minidose regardless of if we make it. So you guys can uh, take Act that. I don't think so. Juris said he's just going to show up and take the entry fees that day, but I don't know. We'll see. We'll make it there. But yeah, no, Rigo's right. And uh, the whole point of it is we were, we're thinking of maybe not golfing in it, but the whole point of it is to, I mean, we love golf. Why, why would we show up there and not play? So um, we're going to be pretty transparent with uh, the prizes going to be based upon how many teams are there. And I mean, it doesn't take a dummy to figure out where the money's going to. So uh, as soon as we have some solid numbers on the um, teams in each event, we'll, we'll put out there uh, what people are paying for. Because, I mean, even if you win a qualifier, I think we're going to give some money to the people who win that too. It's not just going to be all to one team at the end. Mm-hmm. So anyways, we wanted to kind of explain it because it's hard to explain all of that in a website or on an Instagram post. So we really wanted to use this opportunity to just kind of um, explain things a little bit and hopefully make it there's nothing that could be unclear about that but you never know yeah well i think that's so, it it's wrapper drummy let's wrap her up so yeah as plan. uh as always if you continue to listen we will continue pumping these puppies out uh kinggolf.ca make sure you head over there sign up let's get a let's get a big turnout for these tournaments um so we can do them again next year Yep. Also follow the social medias. If you can or are willing to uh, help out at the events, let us know. I'm sure we can use uh, all the hands we can get. Yeah, yeah. Just quickly on that drums. Sorry. Um, because I mean, I threw, we threw it out there today. It's not a huge make or break either way. If we don't get uh, any sponsors or anything, we don't really care. I mean, it's uh, sponsored by King golf. So um, that was just kind of something that if people want to throw in some, additional prize we're going to maybe do some silent auctions and just donate all the proceeds to the local golf course there at gilbert and oak island and minidosa so if you got a company and you want to pitch something in we'll just put it as a silent auction prize or something and all the proceeds for the draws will go to the local courses beauty well let's get out of here uh make it clear make it clap let's peace out Don't Don't forget about the PGA Championship uh, code word, mother. Send it in. Get your picks in. Yes. Happy Mother's Day to all the mothers, including mine and Liz. Happy first Mother's Day. Peace out. We love you. See you, boys.